Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey everybody, we're heading into a live episode here that we taped at the Nerd Melt showroom with special guests Ira Madison III, Christine Tuna, and Kate Leth, plus a surprise guest. You'll never see this one coming. (laughs) But before we get into that, we want to tell you a few things. First of all, happy belated Halloween by just a handful of minutes here in Los Angeles. We saw so many incredible Halloween costumes. Jenny and I had a very good time dressing up as Joyce and Giles circa band candy. If you didn't get to see our costumes, they are up. The pictures are up on Patreon. You can find our Patreon page, as always, over on BufferingTheVampireSlayer.com. Just click on Patreon. And, of course, you know, you can find other fun things over there, not just the most fun thing, which is us dressed up as (laughs) Joyce and Giles. Uh, In addition to being incredible Halloween costumers here in the land of buffering, you are also very good at carving pumpkins. We did a pumpkin carving contest where many of you carved Buffy-themed or buffering the Vampire Slayer-themed pumpkins. We picked our winner, and that, too, is up on Patreon with some of our very favorite pumpkins that you carved. A lot of awoos, some steaks, uh, one with a vampire book. Very, (laughs) very creative and brilliant stuff happening in the land of pumpkins. If you want to be part of the fun pumpkin carving giveaways, we won't be carving pumpkins in November, but we will be doing more giveaways in the land of social media. You can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at BufferingCast. And as we were reminded while we were buying pumpkins in the pumpkin patch erected in a CVS parking lot the other day, it is almost Christmas. There are Christmas trees up in CVS. Gee whiz, November 1st equals Christmas is the vibe. You're going to start hearing about Jenny's love for Michael Buble very soon. That theme will play heavily into the November-December episodes of Buffering the Vampire Slayer. (laughs) Don't even worry about it. But if you have a friend who loves buffering the vampire slayer or loves smashing the demon lizard patriarchy or loves howling wolves, we want to remind you that we have some gift options for you up in our store at bufferingthevampireslayer.com. Just click on shop. Yeah, we'll be doing our very best to keep everything in stock as we get further into November and into early December. But like, you know, if you're a smart shopper, like Jenny's mom, Jenny's mom shops what you're year Roxy, round. Roxy she starts, starts shopping December 26th. So if you're as smart as Roxy, you should probably hop on in there now, grab what you need and run before it gets really <laughs> nuts. <laughs> um, last but not least, before we go into this live episode, which we had so much fun taping, we want to let you know that because it's November, that means that we are doing five more handwritten lyric sheets. If this is the first you've heard of it, every Every month, uh, we started in September. Every month, we're doing five handwritten lyric sheets. We sell them for $100 each, and all of the proceeds for those lyric sheets go to a different organization every month. For the month of November, all of our proceeds will be going to the Southern Poverty Law Center. I am sure that you know of their work. They are dedicated to fighting hate and bigotry and to seeking justice for the most vulnerable members of our society. Using litigation, education, and other forms of advocacy, SPLC works toward the day when the ideals of equal justice and equal opportunity will be a reality. They have been around for a very long time, and their work has always been important. But as you know, in the last year, it has become increasingly so. So the $500 that we bring in from those five 
lyric sheets in November will go directly to SPLC. And we thank you all for supporting the NW Network and Hispanic Federation. Last month, we did a special 10 lyric sheets, and we donated $1,000, $500 to each of those organizations. So thank you again. And speaking of the holidays, getting somebody a handwritten lyric sheet is also a pretty good gift idea. Hell yeah. Also, just a quick technical note about the episode you're about to hear. We used two different recording methods. So when you hear us talking about how one recording method has stopped working, but you can still hear us talking, it's not magic. It's just the backup recording method. (laughs) Do not be alarmed. Or is it magic? Or it's magic. (laughs) All right. Shall we get to the episode? Let's do that. Woo! time we did a nerd melt. I was like, could you have politely raising your hands? <laughs> oh my gosh. It's just I feel like we're back together again. Like we invited you for a dinner party and we all got along. You know? And now you're back. Um, hi. You're, there was an issue with the recording device. So could you make the noise that you would make if we were coming onto the stage for the first time? tonight that we still don't this is scandalous we still don't own any Buffy the Vampire Slayer t-shirts I know I know and so we do own an alarming number of buffering the Vampire Slayer t-shirts so many Uh, and so today it was like last night and I was like we never did it we never like ordered any what are we gonna do and so I was like I'll get my nails painted you know like Faith and that'll be enough and then I got like taken over by the power of Buffy and went immediately to Target and bought like a white tank top and a leather jacket and a choker and then Jenny was like I want to get in on the action so Jenny's the uh, beige jacket Faith with the choker featured in Revelations yeah 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 and like, doesn't everybody look better wearing a choker? <laughs> God, and I'm so glad that we're allowed to do it because I put a choker on. I'm like, there she is, you know. <laughs> anyway, we should do an introduction like we're actually recording a live podcast, shouldn't we, Jenny? We should. Okay, great. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> you, um, this is what it's like um, in our basement when we record the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, shh, calm down. <laughs> I can't possibly calm Don't down because it. hello and welcome to Buffering the Vampire Slayer, a podcast where we are watching and discussing Buffy the Vampire Slayer one episode at a time. My name is Jenny Owen Young. And I am Kristen Russo. And today we are discussing season three, episode seven, or as I like to refer to it, season faith, episode Gwendolyn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here all night. Uh, the episode is called Revelations. Uh, also, stay tuned at the end of this podcast for an original song written by us that recaps the episode we're discussing. Revelations, as we all know, but I'll tell you anyway, was written by Doug Petrie and directed 
by James A. Contner. It originally aired on November 17, 1998, just five days before I turned 17. Um, also, that was like three, probably like a week before I came out to my parents as bisexual. Oh, wow. Where's uh, a big, talk about a revelation. How there's a lot of latent bisexuality in this episode. So it feels like maybe, maybe like there was something cosmic, cosmically bisexual happening. Right, 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 right. At right. that very week. Yeah, you're in right. 1998. I think you're right. All right. Uh, according to IMDb, this is the one where I haven't even read this yet. Jenny put it on my sheet. Uh, with some help from Faith's new watcher, Buffy seeks to destroy a weapon like glove. See, they didn't even say McGinnigani. <laughs> and the thing. Seeks to destroy a weapon-like glove before it falls into the hands of a demon. Pretty good, IMDb. Into the hands of a demon or onto the hands of a ah, demon? Touche, Jenny. Wow. So we're doing this, huh? It's really happening. We're going to talk about this episode. Um, I have a lot to say. <clears throat> First of all, we start with Dingo's Ate My Baby. Everybody likes Dingo's Ate My Baby, right? Yes. Devin, going for it. Talk, like, just talking about this TV show with a bunch of people who love this television show is just such a joy. I'm like, Dingo's Ate My Baby. Everyone's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We love them. Um, so Xander and Willow. <clears throat> really? Are playing it really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Super cash. They're not at all. Uh, I feel like they need to calm down just a touch, just a little bit. Take you know, a breath. Take I, a Xanax. Take something. Ooh, like a Zan, a Zanda, a Xander. No, Xander. <laughs> so Xander and Willow are being very awkward and blah 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 blah. Like, fine. I hate the. I don't like the plot line. I don't like this whole thing. But who cares? Because then they're talking about Buffy, <laughs> and they're like, maybe Buffy is like dating somebody. She sure does seem really occupied. Yeah, distracted. Maybe she's seeing someone. Oh God, who yeah. could it be? Who could it be? And so we get this incredible moment. Um, I was texting with a friend of mine on the drive here about how excited I was about this exact moment. If you listen to the podcast, you know that I've already written two erotic novels, is what I call them. <laughs> I wrote another one. Um, yes, so uh, today's erotic novel. First of all, the other two, one was from Faith, Hope, and Trick. And it, just in case you need a refresher, it was patrolling together, sexual tension, sleep in the nude, something in your bod needs uncorking, think you can take me. That was my first one. <laughs> Beauty, someone suggested that I uh, make a zine of my erotic novels. So we'll see how many more I just, happen. I just feel like they're poems. I don't mean to nip it. They're erotic novels, Jenny. I feel like you have a fundamental misunderstanding of the difference between a poem and a novel. But also, I love you and support you, and you're right, carry on. It's not funny if you call them poems. <laughs> so anyway, then in Beauty and the Beasts, my next erotic novel was Doing the Diddy, Kicking the Gear Shift, Good Down Low Tickle, How Low, You Tell Me. <laughs> my erotic novel for this episode requires a page, uh, page turn, so I hope I don't mess it up. <clears throat> I think maybe she has a new honey. I wouldn't use the word dating. Really. We're just good friends. <laughs> I think it's the most erotic of the bunch, actually. <laughs> what do you think, Jenny? I think there's a lot here. There's a lot to discuss. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. And mm -hmm. I'm very pleased by it. Mm -hmm. And I think we'll see, we'll be gathering a lot of the defense, the prosecution. The defense, the prosecution will show over the course of this podcast. <laughs> 
A great deal of evidence and a very clear narrative that points strongly in the direction of a one-sided or possibly two-sided same-sex slayer Trisk. You got so quiet. <laughs> Same facts, Slayer. I have, I'm still, I'm working on my courtroom presence. I apologize. Oh. It's not what it will be. Right. Yeah, don't worry. We'll get to the sexual attention award. Everyone knows who it's going to go to. We'll get there. We're not, <laughs> we're not there yet. Slayer, fight. Slayer, fight. Not yet. We have to wait till the end. Okay. Do you have anything that you'd like to say about anything that I have skipped what over? I, what could you have skipped over? I don't know. We're like, who cares about anything except what you're saying? <laughs> Fine, then we go to the graveyard or the cemetery. The graveyard. Um, it's a cemetery. It's a cemetery. Um, so here, Faith and Buffy are each fighting a respective vampire, and they're doing a great job, and it's all, it feels like a beautiful piece of modern dance. And they're getting sweaty, and it's very aggressive. Someone's writing an erotic novel. <laughs> and then uh, they're obviously winning, and they're doing a great job. Ba -ba 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 -ba. There's this like kickflip thing that happens, whatever. And it's then, important because it comes back. Okay, go. right, it does come back later. Fine. That grab your leg as you're kicking and flip you over thing. Um, and then. Are you prepared for me to tell you that then they finish at the same time? Just as they reach their peak at exactly the same moment for a synchronized slay, you are welcome. It happened, we all saw it. It can't be undone. It can't, it cannot be undone. Oh, that we should just Exhibit end. Be. That's the end of the podcast, thanks to our guests. <laughs> uh, yes, okay, so they finished at the same time, and then, uh, and then my note is, I use a word a few times, I can't think of another word, so judge me or call me whatever you will, but my note is, who is this bitch? <laughs> what, does anybody have a better word? Like, I don't want to be misogynistic in my word choice, but who is this bitch? You know what I mean? <laughs> Gwendolyn Post, I'm your new watcher. It's like, yeah. every time the most British person on the show has become not quite so British, they introduce another British person who's like, I'm back. You know? Yeah, I'm like, back wearing just pearls. Just gonna keep this really stiff. Pearls. Pearls. Pearls, she has her own tea. She brings her own. So rude. So rude. <sighs> I do like when she takes her hair down, though. We'll, we'll get, we'll get there. Uh, maybe. Oh, is your, you're glaring at me. Uh, listen, you know what? You won a you won a sexual tension award last season, and I'm not gonna get one in this episode. But I'm just saying, I'm vying for one. One of our incredible listeners brought us something tonight. Do you have it? You have it there, right? Uh, it's it's a sexual tension award <laughs> awarded to. It's beautiful. Uh, for outstanding performance in sexual tension awards, <laughs> Jenny Owen Young's and Xander's outfit in season two, episode 17, no. Passion. <laughs> I would like to thank the Academy. <laughs> so now we know that the trophies really do come in the mail. They really do, as we've been saying for months. Yeah, proof. <laughs> proof is right here. So anyhow, uh, then we go to the credits. You know the credits, you just saw them, you loved them because we're, we were in them, wasn't that fun? That was fun, I don't remember being in this show but it feels right. Yeah. <laughs> um, which brings us to, I think, our very first guest. 
Uh, I would like to call up Christine Tuna. Christine Tuna is an illustrator, an animator, a graphic designer, and an all-around ray of sunshine. She lights up our lives, she is the wind beneath our wings, and she also wrote this bio for herself. <laughs> Give it up for Christine! <laughs> Thank you very much. I am not a writer, but I think I did pretty good. I, yeah, I mean, it didn't say you were a writer in the bio. Yeah, no. So, no. but I, I think you could add it. Uh, read it again. Okay, uh, uh, Christine Tuna. That's fine. So, hey, everybody. Christine, first of all, designed the logo. I did. Our buffering logo. Did you see all their faces? They all went like this. It's me, I did it. I'm signing autographs after the show, so. Well, you just draw the logo for yeah, anyone just who wants it. Yeah, redraw it freehand. <laughs> so, Christine, tell us about your relationship to Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh God, I didn't know this was going to be a questionnaire. Um, I <laughs> you can just you can also say your own pass. You can say pass. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, pass. Pass. Okay, pass. No relationship to the series whatsoever. I know. I just you know watched it since high school and like rewatch it every year and have a lot of t-shirts and comic books and things like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sounds like a lot of other people in this room, I think. Yeah. <laughs> do, you have, do you have particular feelings about this episode? Do you have things you feel like you need to get off your chest? Sure, yeah. Um, I do not like Gwendolyn Post mm -hmm. at all. She I is awful. She made two characters that I love feel bad about themselves, Giles and Faith. Ooh. So she's, she's bad. Yeah. She's bad news. She does, she like rolls, the way she rolls into the library. Yeah. Right? Where are your books? Uh, they're all around you. Can you not see? Yeah. But I, and I hate, I don't like the way that, I mean, I feel bad for Giles, but I was also like, Giles, come on, man. Like, have some confidence. You've got this, you know? You know what books are. You have books. Yeah, You're good. You love books. <laughs> but yeah, she really, she makes him doubt himself so hard. But yeah. just like, is this like a Watcher's Council version of like a pissing contest where like everyone constantly comparing library sizes. <laughs> like, is that the vibe? Uh, I feel like I should, <clears throat> I feel like you've brought up a very good point, Jenny. Thank um, you. So I'm just gonna, what does this have to do with? That's better, that's a better, actually I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> the mood. I think that was good. Yeah. I've been waiting. It's the first time I, uh, I've done a live... Oh, oh my god. god. It's just the rest Sorry, of the podcast. Yeah. And then Wait. she went mad with power. <laughs> uh, it's the first time I get to play jingles from my phone, so expect many. <laughs> Anyhow, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your patriarchal reasoning with my patriarchy jingle. No, I was done. That, that was my that was, it. That was <laughs> the one thing. Um, yeah, so you hate Gwendolyn Post. Yeah. Um, Check. I also... Uh, Anytime Willow and Xander kiss, oh. I hated it so much. It f flames on the side of my face, heaving breaths, breathing. It's bad. It's really bad. Like, that needs to be over. Like, I'm done. Yeah. I want to yeah. change the series and just skip over that. You felt that way when you watched it in high, like, when in you were high school. In high school, yeah. Person. I was like, 
That was even when I liked Xander. Mm -hmm. I still didn't like that was what was happening. No, no. it's, it's very mm -hmm. upsetting. Yeah. I mean, I think that Willa or Allison Hannigan, or I don't know, <laughs> I think Allison Hannigan does a really great job in the performance yeah. of it because I feel like I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, but I also feel so much sympathy for her. Like what she's going through, feel none for Xander. Sorry. Yeah, none. Nothing. <laughs> if you're here, you know where you are. <laughs> I love your notebook. Oh yeah, it's so cute. This little graph notebook. Are you an illustrator? I am an illustrator. How did you know? <laughs> From your bio. Your bio. Oh, yeah, the one I wrote. Yeah, okay, right, right. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, this episode uh, is not one of my favorites, and I was actually really upset because we are literally two episodes away from the introduction of my favorite character in the oh, series. Oh, Jenny's too. She's boned a troll. She's wreaked some wrath, but on the whole, she's had no past. She likes to bowl. She's good with math. But who is she? We don't know because we didn't watch the episode yet. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Sorry. Wow. Sorry. I, I don't know what. The other guests are sneaking out really the door. It's over for everybody. Um, Jenny's under the table. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. I also, tell me what you think about this. So we did a live watch today, like where we watched the episode, and you're nodding, you were there. You were there. Uh -huh. uh, we watched the episode, and people joined us on Facebook Live, and it was really fun. And I had already made a note that I think, like, Gwendolyn Post reminds me of, like, Hermione Granger gone sour. You know? No, gone no, I don't even sour. Say you got, like, a doppelgang, her, like a doppelgang, her, no, I'm Wrong picked out. Room. Yeah, I don't so. Sorry. I love Hermione, and I hate Gwendolyn Post, but if the, Okay, no, no, I get the, like, she, the, the she's the Wingardium Livio saw, right. that Livio saw. Yes! Yeah, okay. yeah, right. okay. Thank God you're yeah, here, okay. Christine. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. God, it's scary out there. <laughs> but then somebody else said that, uh, somebody in the feed was like, I think that uh, she reminds me of, from Matilda, you know, the queer icon from Matilda. Yes. Miss Trunch? Miss Honey. No. Miss Honey gone. You guys! It's not! Why are you taking a person gone evil? It means evil, not the person you're thinking of the way you like them. But the research has shown we will not compare any beloved characters. It can't be done. Stop. I'm sorry. I'll cross off the note. Um. But yeah, I mean, that's it for me, really. But I do want to say that um, if you are going to publish a, uh, a erotica novella yes, zine, yes, yes. I will gladly do the illustrations yes. for it. We're going to make yes. it super sexy. Yes. That, is, that is amazing. A gear shift. A gear shift, yes. <laughs> um, a down low tickle, whatever your interpretation yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could Great. be anything. Um, I'm so glad that we could also do business during yeah. this. Oh, yeah. Okay. We just made a <laughs> it's deal. wonderful. So. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> um, do you want to, like, where did your, I, before you go, I just want to talk about that you designed the logo. I did. And, like, you did a really great job. Do you want to talk you. about it at all? How sure. did it happen? Yeah, okay, well, uh, I think it was a long time ago, and Jenny was like, I'm going to do a podcast. It was so long yeah, right? oh, we got so it was so long ago. Um, and Jenny was like, I'm going to do a podcast. You sent me a little text, and then you were like, would you do the logo? And I was like, yeah, I'll do the logo. You sent me a drawing, and that helps a lot. Uh, I don't know if there's any artists or people who hire artists. If you can uh, not only like write what you want, but like give like a little like stick figure drawing just to understand, it's very beneficial. And uh, and then I just I just did it. It's just it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. work of yeah. art. So I mean it was inspired by so what Jenny, you drew. So it was a collaboration. It was a collaboration. Wow. Yeah. Do you have your drawing, your original drawing? 
I might have it like in I my think you should or see if you can find that. Yeah. I think people would like to see it. Yeah. Would you like to see it? Yeah. Did you mean right now? No. Because <laughs> we're actually on stage. I'm like, like, there's a slide prepared. No, I just think you should find it and we should show okay. it to the people. I'll dig it up. Like that. Anyway, Christine. Yeah. You're a wonderful human. No, you are. You guys are. Thank you for hating on, on Gwendolyn Post. She sucks. But also, <laughs> but also, thank you for saving me from the, the travesty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't get yet. You've been... If she didn't have, if Hermione Granger did not have friends. Yeah, okay, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Fine. Okay, right, right. But still, no, don't still bring it up. Not. Don't bring yeah, it up. No, don't bring it up. Too soon. Christine, thank you. Thank you. Give it up for Christine Tuna, everybody. <laughs> So cool. let's like plow through some exposition here, shall we? Shall we? Shall let's go. Yes. What? Okay. So great. So um, Gwendolyn Post is terrible. Right. She's being sure so mean to Giles and so mean to Fate, and she's undermining everyone and making everyone feel really bad about themselves and just being generally unpleasant. Mm -hmm. And ugh. but we also learned that Lagos seeks the glove of Minagon, which. Kristen calls the glove of monogamy or non-monogamy. Oh, the glove of non-monogamy. Uh, we also learned there are 12 cemeteries in Sunnydale. You're welcome. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fine. then Gwendolyn sweeps out of the library and is faith with me, please. Separating Buffy and Faith, they do not look pleased. No, they're not never, one little bit. Never happy to be separated. Although Buffy does have somewhere to go. She's got someplace very important to be. There's Angel. He still has not found a shirt, everyone. <laughs> so like, we need to like, do, 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 you know the little news ticker. Angel shirt watch. Yeah. Still no shirt. No, still no shirt. But they have begun doing Tai Chi together. <laughs> Uh, my note is Tai Chi together. Sexy Tai Chi together. Uh, and then I wrote, this is like that scene from Ghost. And I wrote, this is like that scene from Dirty Dancing. Right. So any Patrick Swayze movie will really do yeah. from so Pete what, Swayze period. What we deduced today was that we think that Angel is a big Patrick Swayze fan. Yes, that's been watching a lot of those Patrick Swayze. There's also a full fire blazing in the fireplace behind them. And I will remind you that vampires can be killed a few ways. And one of them is fire. And so who said, who made that fire? Who built that fire and felt safe Angel's having so it in their house? Angel so carefully with no shirt, just dodging embers, you know? Just very, There's very carefully. There's also so much natural light in Vamp Mansion right? that we see in this episode. There's an entire ceiling made of glass in his house. So I just feel like he could have chosen better. That's all I'm saying. Also, somebody, uh, Ruby P, sent us an email that I put in here to read because uh, Ruby P said, can you please talk about Angel does Tai Chi even though he is dead and has no breath? <laughs> <laughs> I felt, thank you, Ruby P, wherever you are, because I think it's a great point. Right? Okay. Look at, I'm already on page three of five. It's all happening God, so fast. Then they almost kiss, oh God, but then they don't. Yeah. And, and then, then Buffy pieces out, and then we go to the bleh, motherfucking library. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, she's going to say it. She's not. She is going <clears> to <throat> say it. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is again. There's a tear. The worst temple massage in film and television history. <laughs> it's just very, uh, this whole thing, Christine, I agree with you. It's very upsetting. It I just, don't like it's it. Just, 
Also, no one, still no one has bolted down the damn bookcases, guys. <laughs> How many times have those bookcases been they fall. used to not? But more upsetting is Xander and Willow, uh, you know, kissing. Doing what they do. And Jenny now. and I have a fundamental disagreement about this next part. Yeah. I know. Everybody, everybody in the front row was like, what? <laughs> Giles uh, totally knows what's going on. I don't on. think Giles knows. Giles totally knows what's going on. Everybody he is Jenny. Cold as ice, deliberately not looking at them. If this speaking was a, sharply. If this was a knows. Twitter poll, it would be 90% Jenny. Yep. <laughs> Hell yeah. I measured it with my with my brain. I measured it with my brain. Hell I've always wanted to be that person in the radio booth that just gets to hit buttons to make noises. I, it's been my dream for so long, and it's being realized. Now that's um, who you are. And Giles uh, lets Will and Xander know that he uh, has discovered where the glove probably is. And Xander's like, oh, that crypt in the Restfield Cemetery? You mean that big one? I just know exactly which crypt you're talking about in the 12 cemeteries in Sunnydale. <laughs> All of which have to be pretty big. Yeah, also I... <laughs> to accommodate the massive turnover of living citizens <laughs> in Sunnydale, California. <laughs> I also don't really understand why Giles lets Xander go by himself. I mean, I, I, you know, like, it's, you work for a slayer, you know, for a slayer, I guess. That's the way I would like to interpret it. Buffy is the boss. Okay, uh, but enough about Xander. Yes. Uh, no. Because... Buffy and Faith are out, walking around, talking about stuff. Faith is like listing all of her ex-boyfriends. And just as a quick aside, I want you to know that someone sent us a novel entitled Go Ask Malice. Oh my God. Which is a Faith prequel tale. Yes. And she, she can't stop reading it. Every night and morning. She's like, I'm, I'm sorry, I just have to read a and few more pages of Faith's diary. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's, oh my God, yes, it's written like a diary. <laughs> And there's, there's some detail about uh, some of the boyfriends that Faith lists here, just in case you were looking for more Oh, really? Data. Oh, you now you're interested. Me. Well, you didn't tell me anything. You didn't ask. You just made fun. No, every... <laughs> I'm sorry. So, just... Okay. So, so anyway. then Faith's, like, trying to get Buffy to open up and talk about her feelings and tell her whether she's dating somebody or if she's emotionally available or, like, what's going on. <laughs> Which, like, I'm sorry, but if you are here and queer... You know that one of the ways in to a situation is to be like, so, So, like, had any straight heterosexual sexual encounters? Yeah. Lately, tell me about so them. So tell me about them. <laughs> we should go sit down in your room while you tell me about things you've done in your past sex life. I have got Faith's number. <laughs> you know? Also, when we watched it today, we realized that we were like, why is Buffy wearing, she's wearing like a red puffy coat that's like 40 times too big. And then we realized, I think that she's trying to disguise that underneath that she's wearing her sexy Tai Chi outfit, you know? <laughs> Concealing a spaghetti strap tank top. <laughs> Very carefully, with many, many layers of other clothing. Uh, also, one more thing before we leave this scene. Faith is like, Hey, you know, I'll, I'm gonna do this on my own. You go like, you do you, uh, gal pals for life. Bye. Uh, but if but if you need me, uh, if I need you, I'll holler. And Jenny and I immediately holler with what? With what? From where? It's 1990. In what way? Literally, she meant literally holler. <laughs> She's Bobby. <laughs> 
I just so so Faith goes to to the grave one of the other graveyards. She encounters Lagos, who's very mission oriented, probably a Capricorn, just like Buffy. That guy's Billy from Hocus Pocus. He's Billy, right? I know. Oh God, here we go again, right? Lagos is bad. Billy is great. When you cut Lagos's head off, he dies. Billy would just pop his head back on. There's differences. Everybody be calm. He just, they just look like each other. Okay. Suspend uh, your disbelief. Right. So, okay. So then, and then the biggest thing here is that Xander, hot on the heels, also in search of Lagos, is, uh, stumbles upon Angel. And then tiptoes into the mansion, which... I know Angel's distracted, making out or whatever, but I just feel but where like... where is heightened vampire senses? Right? I, maybe he's, like, still not 100% from his, like, one billion years in the hell dimension. Right? Anyway, Xander sees this, and this is a big deal, and this makes Xander... Xander already was a piss baby. <laughs> this does not bring out the best. Xander turns Xander. a very hard piss baby corner. <laughs> After seeing this, it's really, it's not great. No. But it's also complicated. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Because before, before, before we totally get there, we see Angel and Buffy with the glove. And, right, right, right. and, and the reason I want to bring up this little interlude is because Angel says to Buffy, I think I have what you're looking for. <laughs> and when we watched it in our home, I screamed, my penis! <laughs> And then when we watched it today, somebody in the live feed said, no glove, no love. <laughs> so good. So good. Samantha said that. So I'm giving Samantha credit for no glove, no love. And Xander sees them kissing. Like, why couldn't Xander have walked in on them doing Tai Chi? I think he would have been equally scandalized. You know? I guess he would have been like, is this what vampire sex looks like? The more... <laughs> Get it, guys? Because that's what everybody says about gay people. Okay. <laughs> so Xander runs to tell Giles, which is an imp- a very inopportune moment because, of course, Gwendolyn Post is like, oh, you have everything under control, don't you? Pip, pip, I brought my own tea and I suck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyhow, Jenny, do you, are you okay? Are you going to make it? I just didn't see you saying pip, pip. <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Everyone listening in the UK is like, really, Kristen? I'm sorry, Gwendolyn Post brings out just horrible things in me. Um, so, so then the next scene is this intervention. And it's like real uncomfortable. But I think it's punctuated by Xander's piss babiness. Would you say that it might be called an angelvention? Oh. Yeah, I with think I agree with you. Medium, lukewarm. Um, they can't all be gems. But, but a good, a noble try. Uh, Xander, like, pulls out his chair and gives it to Buffy. Huh! To then loom. There are three other empty chairs at the table, but he just hovers. Uh, and, okay, so I, I want to call up our second guest in this, in this part here. Uh, our second guest uh, is named Ira Madison III, and Ira is a culture writer at the Daily Beast and GQ Magazine, a contributor to Crooked Media. And Ira, you have uh, sort of a tagline of sorts, which is keep it, right? So I, in the spirit of telling Xander to keep it, 
I thought it would be a good time to bring you up to the stage to talk to us about Bobby the Vampire Slayer. Come on up. Yes. Um, can I just get a better look at your X-Men shirt? Oh, yeah. It's the dark Oh, Vito. fuck yeah. It's a little dark Phoenix. <laughs> really nice. I also like the pairing of it with the other It's Gwendolyn Post. It's how she thought she was uh, going to be. Oh, my God. Um, wow. Yeah. Talk about first impressions. Yeah. yeah. How are you? I'm good. We, we've all known each other for five minutes, yeah. I think. We all just met. That's great. Yeah, but, I, but I knew that you were a giant Buffy fan, and Jenny heard you speak, or speak, heard you cast... I watched on you with my eyes and heard you with my ears. Yes, on Sicker, <laughs> a live taping of Sicker Sadder World, which oh, is okay. a Daria which podcast spectacular. that uh -huh. rules. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Yeah, it's exciting. Our friends uh, Brittany Ashley and Lori Zach do it, and Brittany's here somewhere. Where are you, Brittany? Yeah. Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so we sent you a note, and we were like, we're doing this thing. Do you want to talk about Buffy? I always want to talk about Buffy. Hell, yes. So will you tell us about your relationship to Buffy? Pass. No, I'm kidding. No. Uh, <laughs> it's not working. The question's not working. No, I watched um, Buffy in high school. Um, yeah, because it started in 97 when I was in middle school, and then I didn't watch the first season. I saw reruns during the summer. Like, WB was doing, like, Catch up on Buffy before season two. So Smart. I watched like episodes and then I started with season two. That's that's actually how I watched it too. I, yeah. I mean, I was not in high school or middle school, but when I watched it as an adult, um, <laughs> <laughs> I skipped I skipped season one because I couldn't get through season one. It was really rough. It's rough. It's a rough yeah. season for a person who doesn't yet love the series. Yeah, I um, so I like what VHS each episode. Um, yes. And that's why I feel like it's one of the shows that I've seen the most. Because it's like, if you VHS an episode, and then you watch it when you get home from school, um, like, because I did after school stuff, mm -hmm. um, theater, gay, gay <laughs> things. Oh, high, high, high. <laughs> high five for theater. Yep. Um, then it's just like, oh, I really like that episode, so what do you do during the rest of the week? Like, you re-watch it. Yes. So um, I feel like I did that each week. Um, were you except very, for some episodes. Were you like really careful with your VHS? Like, did you make yes. sure no one else went near them? I had like a, if you go home to like my childhood home, um, my closet has um, like two shelves in it, and I used to meticulously record TV shows that I loved. So there's like alias episodes, and there's um, <laughs> canceled, there's like canceled WB shows that aired for like... <laughs> Four episodes <laughs> that are on one VHS tape, and they're labeled. And it's like, if you would like to watch Gross Point, I have them. Wow. Uh, wow. Uh, there are people who would like to do those things. Yeah. This could be an award-winning podcast. <laughs> a podcast about shows that no one else can watch. They, they just have to borrow your VHS tapes. <laughs> um, well, so what are, you, what are your thoughts on this episode? I don't love this episode. Yeah, tell, I, I really like this episode, so I'm I want to hear why. I think everybody in this episode is trash. <laughs> <laughs> even even I, Faith? Yeah. Wow. The only, wow. The only character who is worth a damn in this episode <laughs> is my favorite 
Whedonverse character. It is Cordelia. Wow. Because wow. when this they are having the intervention and Xander's like, it's okay, I trust you, Buffy. Cordelia says, for the record, I don't. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play. I don't know if you know about our Cordelia jingle, but I'm gonna play it right now for you. Just queued it up real well for us. Here we go. Cordelia, I love you, Cordelia. You're yeah. perfect, Cordelia. It's great. Yeah, but we agree we're... Uh, Cordelia we're... is always right, yes. usually. And I'm just like, Buffy is, first of all, it's like, not spoiling, but it's just like, Buffy's behavior with, I'm just gonna like, hang around with Angel and make out with him and not tell anybody, mm-hmm. is, you know what? It, it makes sense, the shit that she does later. Oh. I'm just saying. She keeps things from her friends. Mm-hmm. And she always thinks that she knows what's right. Right. Xander <laughs> is awful. Um, You've come to the right place. He's, he's, You're he's, on a, the right he's obsessed with Buffy. He's giving you like the the Trump glower over her. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Just like. And, he, and, he's, and then when he goes to Faith, he's like, oh, she, she's been making out with Angel. Like, I want to go watch you kill him. It's like, fuck oh. off. I oh. hate him. Um, yeah, he sucks. He is a horrible person. He is. Um, did you know he was a horrible person when you watched it in high school? Like, did, were you aware? Because like most, I feel like most people that we talked to were like, I loved Xander when I was like a young person watching the show. And then I watched it again and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Not to ruin anything, I did not realize that Xander was horrible. Um, I hated him in the season two finale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, But I yeah. didn't quite realize he was horrible until season four when I was like, get a job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do You're something. really good. You're really good at like talking around the spoiler. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say anything, but if you know, uh, you know. <laughs> um... He's awful, and um, oh my god, Willow, I'm just like, st- I get it, I get it. He put ice cream on your nose, but <laughs> move on. Uh, it's like somehow you were, your goal was to Oz be is like, into uh, you. And like, he's in a band, and right. his hair changes every week. <laughs> so it's something always new and exciting. Um, I don't know. I feel like Oz is awful too because he like because he because he's always sitting in these meetings and he sees like Xander being trash and he never says anything about uh, it. Okay. And he's probably just like guys being guys. And you know what? Like okay, like that's how we get Harvey Weinstein. Wow. Um, you know you're right. Like I feel like that. In my brain, I was like, Oz is cool because he's not doing what Xander's doing, and I didn't go the next step, which is important, which is, well, why is he not stepping in? Also, like, low-key, like, <laughs> when he first met Willow and was doing the whole, like, no, I want you to be, like, 
sexy for me. Like when she tried to seduce, <laughs> I didn't like it. I'm sorry. All right, all right. All right. I didn't like it. Um, Wait, did you say who your favorite? Oh, you did Cordelia. Cordelia. It's always Cordelia. Cordelia. Um, Angel. I guess like Angel has like whatever going on because he <laughs> just got from hell. Um, so I can't really hate him <laughs> right. in this episode. Although it's like it it. I don't know. I think when Gwendolyn and everyone comes in, I think like all he really had to say was like he could have cleared it up. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, <laughs> who else is off? Giles. Um, Giles because he doesn't have the confidence to stand up to Gwendolyn. Post. Yes. Also, you know what? Like, get your library up to snuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do your job. Because you know what? Gwendolyn is evil, yes, you know? But throughout the history of the show, like, the library is just like, it's, it's poorly run. <laughs> and like, students can just walk in there. <laughs> just weapons, open, open yeah, cabinets. I'm just, you know, yeah. Giles, get it together. <laughs> and um, uh, also for, for someone who's just like, constantly in other people's business. Like, so many of them are, but like, Giles is too. Like, the British tea, like I feel like they spill tea with each other. It's just like, it just means he's doing such a bad job, I feel like, as a watcher, that literally no one called him and was like, yo, did you hear about Gwendolyn? <laughs> he is, he's so No out. one called him. He has no friends. That's really keeping with the theme. Like, he never is invited to the retreat. Anything. He never gets to go to anything. It's like, who, like, he should be really upset at the end uh. of that. No one alerted him. Not an email. <laughs> not a holler. All right, so. Um, and then there's Faith, who's yeah, who, probably the worst. Because, like, these people invite you into your their home. Do they? And She's staying in a motel. I, true. <laughs> Um, like, does Joyce really not have a guest room right? no, somewhere? You know Nobody what? invites her to do anything. Well, I mean, what's Joyce doing at this point? Is she's she at the like, gallery. She's, she's at the busy. gallery. She's, she's, she's somewhere. She made Faith dinner uh, that one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I just feel like it's a poor choice for her to bond with Xander. Yeah, okay. But you know, but here, let me explain but to you why. But don't you think yeah. they might be experiencing... A smidgen of the same type of jealousy. Precisely. True. It's fueling True. their angel. She's, she's stressed about Buffy too. Like she wants to, like you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she wants to get in there, and she's like, oh, I didn't know I had competition. <laughs> yes. She didn't know she had competition. So she's like, I get to slay <laughs> and take out the competition. I will. I will maybe forgive. Uh huh. Yes. Um, I'll forgive Faith, but I still feel like Great. the person who's doing the best. Is Cordelia because she because she no doesn't trust Buffy, yeah. mm -hmm. and two, Lagos. You know he's just doing his job very well. <laughs> yeah. um, Industrious, detail oriented, very focused. Um, yeah, yeah. Just like working after hours on the clock. Um, and to be honest, Gwendolyn Post too. You know, like she, yeah, she does a pretty. She came there with a mission and she accomplished it, mm -hmm. and she wouldn't have been able to accomplish it if they weren't a mess. That's true. If oh, these friends were better friends to each other, mm. Gwendolyn would have come in and she'd been like, 
oh, Faith, and like, oh, maybe you shouldn't trust Buffy, and Giles would be like, actually, Buffy emailed me already. Like, right, right, right. What are you talking about? Yeah. She um, already beeped me, yeah. so. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that Cordelia, Lagos, and Gwendolyn are just like, just, just putting in work. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I appreciate your assessment yeah. of the. Yeah. Thank you hate. You. you hate everyone. Listen, I just. Except Cordelia. Except Cordelia. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Ira, it has been <laughs> such a dream. Thank you. I am. I am really just. Will you come back and talk yeah. to us more? Do you have a favorite episode without spoiling it of season three? Not to put you on the spot. Mm. Season three. Yeah. Um, wow, guys. You know, I feel like I would have a lot to say about the prom. Ah, yes. We should talk in early March. Yes. So many thoughts about people who. Don't deserve awards. Wow. Put it out there. Uh, I'm going to put it out there. Uh, Ira, <laughs> uh, if you want to follow Ira, also a really important thing to note is that you grabbed the Twitter handle at Ira. That's remarkable. To be fair, uh, did you take demon it away from organization someone? BuzzFeed did that for me uh, when I used to work there. Well, you know, sometimes people do. Yeah, sometimes people do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ira, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Today's episode is brought to you by Regal Cinemas. If you're anything like me, you deeply enjoy going to the movies. Going to the movies is probably among my top three all-time activities. I love seeing films on the big screen. I also love being around other people who are watching the same movie with me at the same time. And of course, I love eating giant buckets of popcorn. If you feel the same and you like going to the theater, Regal Unlimited is something that just makes sense. Regal Unlimited is the all-you-can-watch movie subscription pass. It pays for itself in two movie visits. You can see any standard 2D movie anytime, no blackout dates, no restrictions. When you want to watch a movie in 4DX or IMAX or RPX or ScreenX, there's so many ways to watch movies these days, your Regal Unlimited membership gets you into those premium experiences at a reduced cost. And with Regal Unlimited, you don't only save money on the tickets, you will also save on your snacks. And as previously mentioned, I love snacks. The only thing that can make me love a snack more is saving money on buying a snack. Members get 10% off of all non-alcoholic concession items with membership. Regal Unlimited, all you can watch movie subscription pass. It pays for itself in two visits. So if you're planning to see two movies this month, join Regal Unlimited and sign up now. You can sign up in the Regal app or on regmovies.com slash unlimited. Sign up for Regal Unlimited using code buffering and earn 10% off your three-month subscription. Please let us know about all of the movies you see and how the popcorn is. You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? 
because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. One more time for Ira Madison. My favorite part was that I convinced you to not hate Faith 100%. <laughs> <laughs> She's no Kendra. Oh, R.I.P. Kendra. Very dedicated, serious worker. Yeah, yeah, job. you really do like people who You've work. Got a she worked, she worked. She did, she not did her... She did. <laughs> oh, all right. So everybody's really upset about the kissing. Yes, everybody's very upset about the kissing. Willow's trying to hold it down in the intervention. Nobody's listening to Willow. I don't understand why nobody throws Xander out of this. I Especially just, like, when he drops the Miss Calendar bomb. Yeah. Like, if I was Giles, I would be like, mm, right? Violent. Somebody, somebody wrote us an email and said, um, my friends and I always used to say, like, her name was Jenny Calendar because her days were numbered. Oh. <laughs> anymore if I just sends me these great things via email um anyway right Xander yes so and then the the mo sorry I don't no, want to go for it but the moment in the intervention that really puts us over the I don't know emotional place I think is when everybody leaves and she goes in to talk to Giles and he's like be quiet right I know I wanted us all to sit with it for a second it <laughs> Dad really? is disappointed. Dad is disappointed. It's like the exact case of like when you just want your parent or whomever to be mad at you and they're not. They're just like, you really let me down. Ugh. So good. It is rough. Right? Anyhow, what's not rough is over at Faith's house. This is Jenny's favorite, well, favorite like arc in the whole episode. <laughs> Jenny's head's on the table. Go ahead, Jenny. Well, first Gwendolyn's like, do you know who the Spartans were? And Faith's like, a bunch of guys from Spot. <laughs> and then much later, the, the arc, arc concludes when uh, Buffy comes by Faith's at the end of the episode. And she's like, love what you've done with the place. And Faith is like, yeah, it's real Spartan. <laughs> so perfect. So what? It's so, okay. <clears throat> Sorry, other stuff is happening. Great. <laughs> it's good, though. It's good. It's nice. It, it tells us something about Faith. Like, where'd she pick up five by five? Like, she picks up things and then kind of spits them right back out. Mm. Which is, it's, she's quick on her feet, Faith. I like her. I'm having this she thing with... She had to be. <laughs> you read the, you read Go Ask Mouse. Oh, my God. Well, she had a book really club section of the childhood. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll read the book. I'm going to read the book. Don't spoil it for me. Okay. Shit. 
Um, I have this whole thing with faith because when I first watched the series, I, w- I like really didn't get into faith right away. I was like, I don't know. And then I got into faith eventually. And so now that I'm rewatching, I feel like the queerest I've ever been in my life. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can't take everything she does. I just love. Um, anyway, so then we have this scene in the, in the bronze where, first of all, Xander says, I'd rather just shoot. Who are you? <laughs> I'd rather that is just the first time he's ever played ever cool. played cool in his whole in his life. life. But then, um, you know, faith, we see that faith is very jealous. Bringing up, and this is really—I should have brought you up, Kate, right when I started talking about love and queer things with faith, because you're queer and you know you probably love faith and you have beautiful hair. <laughs> Kate Leth, would you come? I'm going to play you some music as you um, <clears throat> take the stage. It's time for our friend Kate. Don't worry, I'll get better at the whole jingle thing. <laughs> Did someone say latent bisexuality? Yeah. <laughs> I'm here now. Okay. <laughs> oh, finally, the throuple is together. I again. was going to say. Oh, well, you know what happens after a while. You just start finishing each other's sentences. So. That's true. That's true. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome Hello. to a mediocre episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some highlights for sure. Yeah. Not just Buffy's. Oh, I'll be here all for the next five minutes or so. <laughs> well, but there is a lot of fashion. There are so many outfits get, in this episode. Yeah, yeah it, it definitely changes a lot. And I feel like I need to address the toque. Yeah, the toque, do you? Which is Canadian parlance, Mm -hmm. and you will forgive me again, it's a beanie, or a, 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 what are the other names? A knit hat. A knit hat, a stocking cap. Um, Mm. I tried to look up uh, why it's called a toque in Canada, and there is no real concise answer. It's just like, French Canadians just did that? (laughs) They just called it that, and now it's called that. Is that what you call it naturally? Yes. That that style of hat. What Christine was wearing would, to me, be a toque. A toque. Anyway, Buffy is wearing one that is like a knockoff BB one? Yeah, yeah, like yes. it's they couldn't say BB, so it's what does it say? Uh, well, bomb. Bomb. Wait, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um Kate, you so Kate, right, um, before the show came over and was like, I'm gonna talk about toques and beanies, and I like got so <laughs> excited because Kate, we brought you something. Oh no. Tonight, uh, <laughs> I don't wanna say it's well say. I don't wanna say that it's well crafted, but uh, <laughs> we made you <laughs> Stickers and sequins, but yeah, you can feel free. eh? I'm gonna just. (laughs) This is great. Pardon this cat. Thank you. My oh, it's it's sticky. It's sticky. It's sticky. Very sticky. It's just stickers. Mm. They're just stickers. No, it's fine. It's fine. It goes with the hair that I'm wearing today. I'm very happy. It looks amazing. No, there are a lot of uh, outfits in this episode. Spaghetti straps are represented hard in this one. Multiple times. Buffy wears that shirt at the beginning that's what those weird shirts that kind of like hang. Yeah. The drapey ones. Well, I, you, if you wash it one time, it's over. Yeah, no, that. it's it's done. And there's a character who comes on later who wears a lot of those, but it is it was very of an era. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even though the scene in the library with Willow and is <laughs> That's the jingle. 
That's Xander's it's jingle. Just, <laughs> it's just me going, he's a piss baby, it's Xander. <laughs> there you go. Um, I, even though I hate that scene, Willow is wearing a really cute shirt combo that's like a dark blue spaghetti strap top with like a mesh top over yes. it with some like like leaves on it. It looks very good. I did want to also comment on that scene where Buffy is wearing the enormous red plushy <laughs> like man's pea coat for work for working in the dockyard. Borrowed Angel's red pea coat so. that he brought back from hell. Yeah, from hell, I guess. Like, literally. And because I, I remember I, she's walking and she's walking next to Faith, who looks like just beauty personified. Like yeah. just every movement she takes is just step on my face. I love her. <laughs> she's so good. This is why I come here. You can always Sorry, rely on it. Step least. on my face. I sure did. In those platform chunky wedge heels. Yeah. Um, she wears so much pleather in this outfit. So many different pleathers. Mm -hmm. um, it's a plethora. Oh. <laughs> you don't even... I didn't prepare any you of these. You're I do, they've gone dark. Um, but yeah, no, it, it is, it's so funny because she's walking and she's got this giant coat on and these like drapey, her Tai Chi pants, yes. which I, yes. she got, I don't know, from Angel or from the Tai Chi store. And, <laughs> but, and also these like giant white Seinfeld sneakers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's just like, you're going there with faith, Buffy. Like, right? can you try? Maybe, <laughs> maybe the lady doth protest too much. I'm yeah. thinking. Right? She's like, oh, this is my armor. Right. Like, oh right. no, the sexy won't get on me. <laughs> Faith looks amazing in this episode. Her lipstick is like so on point. I really even love her like cute little lounge outfit in the very end of the episode. Her yes. little shorts when she's when she's lounging in bed. Yeah, yeah. lounging, being passive aggressive, being yeah, Ugh. the ideal a, woman, almost so okay. and so gay. Um, her legs look great. You know, oh my god, just fine. This is a podcast about how much we love Faith. Okay, yeah. Every time I come on, it's it's there's a similar theme. Um, Kate is horny. Well, okay, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I should start so actually best. bringing a spray bottle, I think. Yes. <laughs> we have one for Sam, our cat. Oh, no. So I, just... <laughs> I hate that. I know. That's exactly how Sam is with it. I'll tell you what. She's like, oh, on the table, are you going to spray me? And we're like, seriously? <laughs> oh, I'm dying a little inside. No, it's great. <laughs> Um, I did want to bring up, because you were talking about it before, and it is something that always bothers me when we're going through these seasons of the show. All of the watchers are so condescending, and they always leave Giles out, and they're so shitty, when it's like, dog, he is the only one with a slayer. Right? Right? Why is he not, like, king shit of Slayer Mountain? And if, and if, he, and if he is, right, if he's, like, he hated, two. then why? Yeah. And they're just sitting around drinking tea being like, well, we don't need to invite him to a scone party. It's like, he's got both. Right. Dose Slayers. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. it at all. And she's walking in I'm like, oh, you. you're doing a really bad job. It's like, do you have two Slayers? Right. Gwendolyn? No. I, I, I agree with you. I will 100%. say that as much as I, when I was taking my notes about the outfits in the episode, Cordelia looks perfect as always. Love to see her in Argyle and that a button sweater, up. Yeah, right both at the very end. good. Oh. Both very good. <laughs> Gwendolyn looks like when she does start to get a little evil towards the end, I'm like, yes. Yeah. A little oh, bit. Somebody like when she lets her... the hair down. Mm -hmm. I feel like you can't take me seriously in this hat, no, but you're oh, going to have to. I can only take you seriously <laughs> in that hat. It looks so good. Thank you very much. Uh, someone called her when she gets to the end, yeah. Gwendolyn Postal. <laughs> Which I thought was good. And that and I'm also I'm kinda into Gwendolyn Postal. Had to update my hat. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, thank good. you. 
Um, I want to compliment you both on your jackets. I wanted to say something when you first came on stage, but I heckled so much at the Flame Con show <laughs> that I was trying to rein it in and not just be like, you're hot! Um, but it's very good. It's very yeah. good. We were like, should we both be Faith? Yes. Faith, yeah. Faith. Well, I tried, to do the, kind of... I tried to do the Buffy thing because she wears several cardigans in this yes. episode. Oh my God. This is my yes. homage. And you're still Buffy with the hat. It's, like, it's your Amazing. Thing. I would have to also be wearing like a spaghetti strap tank top. Uh. And an enormous pea coat. <laughs> and a beanie. Uh, a toque. A toque. And that, I translate. love the headband. I love that little headband. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the other thing is when she is doing Tai Chi, when she is in the normal tank top and she's got her hair up, that is a good look. Yeah. Like that her hair up look is very, yeah, very sharp. Very shoulders looking. Yeah. Shoulders looking really nice. Yeah. And it's like, I've just like gone totally off the mic and I'm like, right, Kate? Right? Yeah. 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 I'm having a great time too. Uh-huh. Faith's, Faith's white tank tops, like pleather jeans. Is jean pants? No, they're not jeans. They're pleather pants. I can't talk pleather. when I think about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're just inside it. me somehow. I think everybody looked real good in this episode. They did. They, they did. did. I even almost wrote down, but then remembered who I was, that Xander wore a nice shirt. Oh. Yeah. When they're in the library and he's wearing a button-up shirt, it actually fits him. Mm-hmm. It's not four sizes too big, as per usual, yeah. or worn over like a dumpy old t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It fits. It's a decent pattern. Not too loud. Yeah. A little playful. Yeah, it was okay. I liked it. It was okay. I liked it. I mean, Jenny's favorite Xander look, I guess, is the Speedo. I disagree. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I think that shirt was all right. It was fine. It was fine. And for Xander, that's just like a miracle. Yeah. Um, I'm not above being petty to him. <laughs> he's, he's done enough wrong to me. Yeah, no. Where'd you, I'm just going to get shirts that say down with piss baby. <laughs> Put them in the store. We'll all know what Randy we mean. Randy Fragile's down with piss baby. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah, racking yeah. up a list. Right? I also want a shirt that says bored now. If you know what that means, you know what I mean. Right? There he, yeah. See, Jenny, I love it. <laughs> um, Kate, do you have any other things that you want to discuss with us before... We bid you adieu. That's um, French, right? That is French. <laughs> I sound really sexy when I say words in French, too, don't I? Oui. Um, no, this one is is fine. Um, I do think it's it's very much like it's on a theme. This one's on a theme. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's got title. a point. It needs there are a couple it, yeah. thematic episodes coming up that I think are better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and more heartbreaking. We'll see what happens. Yeah, um, who knows? It's, Not it's, me. It's interesting. I hate, I hate the divide between Buffy and Faith. But like you, in the beginning, what, what is the line that Buffy says? And she's like, "Oh, really? We're just good friends." Yeah, yeah. That's part of my erotic novel. Which, like, <laughs> Glinda Fire. and Elphaba also tried to make the same claim. Uh-huh. And I'm just saying. Just Good Friends might have been 90s, early 2000s for Galpals. For Galpals. Oh, yes. 100%. Two good they friends. Were go- they were going for this. There's no way. There's no way they weren't going for I it. I had never noticed it before. I haven't watched this episode in a long time because I think when I go back through the episodes, I see the screenshot of Gwendolyn and I'm like, oh, pass. Right. Um, but I went through it again. I was like, oh, there are, there are some good bits in this one. It's, it's, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. It gets an all right. It gets a hate it from Ira. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like it from Christine. And an all right from Kate. You get Faith in, like, jean shorts, and yeah. you get yeah. that weird hat. There's a lot 
to be enjoyed in this episode. Right, Giles right, right. is also very cute, always, like, you know. Whatever. Yeah, and Giles, we see uh, Giles knocked out. Giles goes down, actually, in the next scene we were about to talk about. Uh, are you, are you, I'll tee you up for it. You're then. like, Kayla's <laughs> like, yeah, Giles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk to me more yeah, about Giles. Yeah. Uh, he gets knocked out, and somebody did the count for us. I think we're at 12. <laughs> 12th knockout for Giles. We're at season three, episode seven. We'll it's, keep the count going for you all. It's hard to talk about Giles in this episode when we just talked about Giles and Band Candy. Yeah, you haven't heard that yet, but we already oh, recorded it. I'm sorry? I, I guess you don't, well, mm, you'll know by now. Yeah. So, you're welcome. <laughs> well, hold on, Kate, I have to get your, okay, I'm ready <clears throat> for your jingle. Kate Leth, everybody! That was our friend Kate Gave you the birthday fashion update Wow, Kate, maybe in season four we should get you to do a, that's me at the end. <laughs> I really like that. Okay. Um, all right. Shall we, shall we talk about the rest of this episode? Shall we round the bend? Let's do that. Jenny, what do you have, what do you have over there in your, in your beige jacket? Should I put my jacket back on now? Please put your, back, your jacket back on. I'll tell everyone what happens. Great. We got through the pool shooting thing where Xander and Faith decide that they're gonna go do something violent. Then they swing by where else when you need a bunch of weapons, the Sunnydale Public High School Library where there is a cage with a lock on it and a cabinet inside the cage with a lock on it. Neither of them are locked. There's just crossbows and wooden baseball bats with like weird big hooks attached to the end right? of them. Uh, I like asked taking... Jenny what it was. I was like, what is that weapon, wife? You will know. And she was like, I think it's a baseball bat with a hook on it. <laughs> That's the technical yeah. um, So, th- but of course they hear Giles groaning, they, they go to check it out, and Xander has like this rare moment of being like, yes. okay, well I don't see bite marks, and it's really important for us to call 911, and meanwhile Faith is like, screw the unconscious librarian, Kate, that is not an invitation. We need to go kill Angel, and that's the only thing that matters at all right now, please. Um, yeah, and I, I really liked Xander in that moment. I was like, okay, Xander knows. Like, he's part of the Scooby gang. He's being totally chill about this. But then, thing. of course, as soon as Buffy yeah. shows up and he's part of the equation, not cool, Xander's man. like, huh. Well, I, like, what even is he doing? She's a big girl. Like, she came to her own conclusion. Like, this is exactly the opposite vibe that you just... It's just unreasonable, and it's very clear that even though Cordelia is perfect, and Xander somehow is dating her, he is still hung up on Buffy, and it's all about Buffy. Yeah, yeah, agree. Also, this, uh, so right, so when um, Buffy rolls in and learns that you know, and then Xander's a piss baby, blah 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 blah. Giles has a really great line that I think you loved when Giles said this. You want me to to say it? <clears throat> Use living <laughs> flames. <laughs> Just, but like I feel like Anthony Stewart had might have taken it a little over the top. I like it, but use like three minutes of silence. Living. <laughs> so then everybody except Giles goes to Vamp Mansion. Wait, hold on. Before we get to Vamp Mansion, because that's when everything gets all crazy. I want to talk about the scene that we skipped with Willow and Buffy. Yeah in the cemetery. Bad friend Buffy. Yeah, okay, right? Because, okay, so 
Willow is like, uh, I have a secret too, and, and I'll tell you about it, and isn't your secret sexy? And blah, like she gives a million clues that she's got something huge to tell Buffy. And then after this whole, you know, Lagos situation happens, she, Buffy's like, what were you gonna tell me? And she's like, I, I just opened my SAT book early. And it's like, any friend who's paying any attention or knows their friend at all is going to be like, yeah, no. What's your out with your secret? And and Buffy is just very being very Capricorn, as uh, Jess Abbott would say, um, and just very centered on herself here. But it's all the scene is also like the most incredible reaction sequence from Willow ever. I'm sure many of you are familiar with the many many gifts. Like every reaction she has is gift, and for good reason. They're all just you know these little like abbreviated like winces, and oh, it's just really great. Uh, but but moral of the story is Buffy is a super bad friend in this. Um, uh, moment, not cool. So Vamp Mansion. Yes, Vamp Mansion. <laughs> Couple things. Gwendolyn breaks a like antique, very. They don't make them like this anymore. Wooden handled shovels over her delicate little knee. I'm into it with no problem whatsoever. <laughs> Kristen's on board. And then Faith rolls up and it's time for Slayer fight. Also, don't forget that before that happens, Angel is once again speaking what we think is Latin. And I'm pretty sure that he says, for loco. <laughs> He's like, for loco, Mountain Dew, jolt. And then the flame becomes lit. It actually would make sense if you poured some for loco on that flame. <laughs> Holy, maybe he really did say for loco. I don't even think it was a thing yet. Anyway, right, sorry. Yeah, I took you off course. Gwendolyn Post gets knocked down after breaking a large stick over her knee. Are you okay? Is the microphone okay? It's over. It's over. Yes. What do you mean it's over? Uh, it it refuses. It's uh, it has clocked out. The, she you realize she's saying nothing, right? <laughs> what do you mean it is over? What do you mean by it is over? I mean it is over. <laughs> okay, fine. Don't worry. We have Zach. Zach will save us. The last time that we did a live taping at Nerd Melt, the only other time that we were here, um, Jenny spoiled, uh, Jenny spoiled Jenny Callender's death uh, before we got there. And it was, yeah, no, you can't be a spoiler anymore. Oh my God, I like just got hot from not the jacket. I was like, I, I always like think about it eight times before I say it. I'm like, no, it happened 20 years ago and you already did it like a month ago. So you can say it now, Jenny Callender did die. Okay. Um, but anyhow, you recovered from that so I believe you'll recover from this. I believe And I've also right. been so panicked this entire time because I just gave her such shit afterwards. Like not bad shit, but just like ha, that was funny. <laughs> you remember when you spoiled it? Ha 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 ha. Uh that I was going to spoil something. So hopefully I'll make it. Oh hi. Hi Praise Zach. You, Zach. Thank you, Zach. Oh, is that what you meant? The card was over? Mm -hmm. But like a person could say that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the card ran out. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna wait. We'll wait for Jenny. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'll entertain them with jingles. Here's a jingle about Willow. Who knows the square root of 1225? Willow. Nice guy. Gentle of heart and nimble with a hard drive. Who? Willow. Jingle while you were figuring out technology. 
Did you fix? Did you figure it yes, out? Yes, 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 Thank yes, God. yes, yes, yes. Oh yes. my God. Willow saved us all. Okay, so Gwendolyn Post falls on the floor. Faith walks in, right? Slayer, fight. Well, yeah, because because Faith is immediately like a- Angel obviously did this, and then mm-hmm. Buffy is like, no, but you can't kill my boyfriend, and Faith is like will watch me because I'm going to kill him and then you're going to date me. But first, we're going to metaphorically... all this time. But first, we're going to metaphorically bone by fighting each other. That's what it means in the universe of slaying. When you fight, you're actually, you know, having sex. Right? You know how sometimes you just have to go crashing through two huge glass pane... French doors out into the ah, courtyards. Great. While entangled um, with another chosen one. Also, um, then then Piss Baby comes out and he's like, hey guys, a man's here. And face like flank and throws it. <laughs> just fucking tosses, him tosses him to the him like a empty Burger King bag. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. It's great. It's great. Also, there's a line that I think everybody really loves. Um, during the scene where Faith says to Buffy, uh, you're confused, Twinkie. <laughs> it's a good line, you know? Uh, I also want to uh, mention, so, okay, so they fight, and then, like, Gwendolyn puts on the glove, and it looks a lot like Ira's shirt we saw illustrated before. It's lightning, you know, mm. it's pulled from the skies, yes. and it makes Buffy and Faith freeze, but they're, like, but hold, they're just holding hold, each other. Do you want to try to, like, just, just, you know what I mean? They're, like... <laughs> So, and they just stay like that for a minute, and it's great. Um, and then Gwendolyn, you know, like, she, oh, Faith is asked, can you know, Buffy's like, can you take the fire? Yeah, oh, sorry, go ahead. What no, you, please, please, please. Well, I just think that this is a great moment for Faith, because Faith has, like, been totally, you know, mentally fucked by Gwendolyn, who's, like, you know, telling her this and telling her that. She's just feeling not herself and very confused. Her watcher died, and now she's feeling like her next watcher is going to die. And she still is, like, pivots, and Buffy's like, can you take the fire? And she's like, fuck yeah, I can. And she fucking runs in death. Like, she doesn't miss a beat. I'm just saying. I was a, I'm, I'm happy. I'm very proud of Faith. She did a great job. You know what you can't do is take a piece of broken window glass and <laughs> hurl it and cut someone's arm off. <laughs> you just can't. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you just can't. If you're listening to this podcast, either here or later on, let us know if it's actually not possible to glass window an arm off. I'm just saying. I feel like maybe you can. Uh. Jenny, okay, before we get to her arm falling off, though, the Slayer fight happened, so I would like to award... No contest. Come on. Faith and Buffy. Faith and Buffy. Faith and... It's going to happen for them. It will. We might not hear about it, but it will happen Mm. for them if it hasn't already. Um, I also just wanted to talk about the fact that something we noticed during our live watch was that... um, So Gwendolyn Post puts the glove on and shatters the glass, which is like a really intense moment. All the glass like falls in her eyes and... She just doesn't even care. She doesn't wince when the glove goes into her arms. She doesn't care when the glass... She's tough, and I like her. Uh, But then I was like, oh, my God. Gwendolyn Post is a female watcher, and she just shattered the glass ceiling. Right? I don't know. 
I, normally we don't have so many one-liners, but that's the kind of night it is, you know? <laughs> she does it, and then, right, her arm gets whacked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Everyone has lost their mind. <laughs> I didn't go alone, I didn't go alone to that island. <laughs> I'm half Italian. You can say whacked off, and it means you. you... <laughs> I gotta go. Her arm falls off. <laughs> Having two mics is like really intense. It is pretty intense. Um, then we get the phrase get pelvic. No. Which buddy. is such a bummer. Nobody wants that. Such a bummer. Yeah. Um, and Buffy is like, oh, Xander, are we cool? <laughs> The longer this goes on, the more I'm just on Ira's side. Everyone is trash. <laughs> I don't know, but then Giles comes out with a little bandage and his green mug, and he looks all beat up. Ugh, so beat up. And I'm like, Giles, man, that's only time 12, and you're going to have so many more. <laughs> uh, and so then we're, we're getting to our last scene. The last scene um, is pretty intense. We talked about it a little bit already, but I, like, I think the real thing that happens here is that Faith who like didn't have a lot of ability to trust even when she arrived on the scene, reasons of which you know you both know because you've read the book, go ask Malice. <laughs> um, but this whole thing has definitely like fucked her up and she's, she's just feeling like she can't trust anyone. Oh yeah. Even the girl she's in love with. <laughs> even the girl she's in love with. Right? Earlier in the show she just said you can't trust men. But now she's like you can't trust anyone. Oh. Deep blow. Gal pals down. Uh, I have another one-liner from the... I'm sorry. It's just some... People said amazing things because somebody in the... Alyssa in the live feed was like... Because Buffy's dressed like Gwendolyn Post when she shows up in this scene. She's got like a tiny little purse and she might as well be wearing pearls. And, somebody, and I said that and somebody in the live feed was like, she's dressing like a church girl because she wants to have faith. <laughs> Wow. So good. So anyhow, then Faith is like, Buffy. <laughs> the longest pause. The longest ever. Pause. You can Buffy see it. Back. It's just lots of ellipses on my nose. Uh, and in her head, Faith is like, I love you. Don't leave. Uh, but then, like, every, uh, uh, every lesbian or queer person who has ever been in love with a person where they're afraid to say it, she says, Nothing. And then she probably goes on AOL Instant Messenger <laughs> and talks to her friends about yeah. how she didn't do it again. She didn't tell yeah. her again. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Puts up a new away message. Puts up, yeah, puts up a new away message. And Wait, I didn't do this. <laughs> what is the meaning? Why is this song of... playing? Oh. Oh. Are you kidding me? I can't even believe it. Who could have ever predicted we would be in a public place recording a podcast and Gabby Dunn would force her way onto the stage? Did you two think that you would do a podcast recording and not invite me up onto, did you two really think? I mean, we tried, Gabby. 
advertising this at all. <laughs> Putting it on social media. Texting right. me. Everybody before, before you Having leave me to your home for dinner. It's true, we did do that. that. We did do that. The market is just oversaturated, Gabby. In with terms, what? With Gabby. No. <laughs> the 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 so. wow. no. All press is good press, Jenny. All press is good press. So well, we'll need everybody to give us your mailing addresses before you leave so the next time we do a live show we can just mail you an invitation. <laughs> but don't put it on. I, I got media. deep roots in this town, Kristen. I don't know what's going on. You think the people at Nerdist don't have my number? <laughs> Find oh. out. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Hi, Gabby. Wow. Well, first of all, you moved away from my cat version. I know of we myself. did. We did, and we invited you over for dinner because we love you, but also because we were hoping that in like, the hopes the cat would, the cat would follow yeah. my scent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we've been waiting. So yeah. So that's fucked up that you did that. <laughs> I uh, see. This is going to be a roast. Yeah, because what's that cat doing now? You get who doesn't know? Neither you. And then, and then do so now. So what? So what are you gonna do with that jingle? I mean, I, you just used it to commandeer the stage, so... I did do that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I mean, I, I'm hoping... You only came over for dinner, what, like a week ago? Not even? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, you let us know what we're going to do with the jingle for Patrol. Do Fest. they know about the peacocks? Does who know? The These audience, people? your fan base. They don't know... The people who listen to this This is a breaking, show. a breaking moment for Patrol Peacocks. Uh, would you like to tell them about oh, the Patrol? Oh, they don't know? They don't know. You should tell them. You should All right, tell them. great. So, what they have now in their house is a family of peacocks. Not in our do house. Do you guys live at <laughs> not in Do you live at Hogwarts? Like, what is this shit? So, like, they have, like, a family of peacocks that live at their house. And, like, on the steps, greet you every morning. That's It's like a weird, like, Disney. Close, it's like a Disney movie thing. They just, like, bring you a coffee on their little peacock head. <laughs> Wake you every morning. Uh-huh, yeah. 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 We really then, do have a family of peacocks. Yeah, I'm not making that I up. Know, but you know, it, it just I wanted to make sure they knew that you weren't yeah, spinning a yarn. Five of them. Or right? There's like yeah, one there's, a mom. A mom. Yeah. A mom and five like adolescent peafowl. Yeah. I said, oh, five babies, and she went, I mean they're teenagers. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, they like, sit like on the porch. They just sit there and cluck. They like make this like snapping noise. You uh -huh. it's wild. Know. Then Trollcrat, I did not believe you at all. And then you and then you were like so ready from how no one believed you about Patrol Cat that you were like, I have it on film! Like you had filmed it because you're so you like almost like you're like a Bigfoot hunter and everyone's like over it. Like your friends are like, we know Bigfoot yeah. doesn't exist. And you're like, no, it does. And then you just show us like a rustling leaf and we're like, God, Jenny's at it again. <laughs> she's almost she's, like, she's the cryptid keeper. Yeah. That's your name. Oh Jenny, the wow. cryptid keeper. I also almost came on stage to fix your Zoom. But I was Thank like, you. how We're like on brand that. would that be for me to just Very like show brand. up and be like, oh, I know I had this whole thing set up, but like what you have to do is format the card. <laughs> <laughs> you did so great. Everyone Thank was you. proud of you. Thank you for your support. Um, so yeah, so um, did you did you have any Buffy opinions about this show before we? Before oh, you wanted me to not talk about myself? Oh no, my no, God. no, no. No, I wanted you to talk mostly all about just a yourself. long list of URLs I... of your various projects. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabby Dunn. <laughs> GabbyAllison.com. Yeah. Just between us. Uh, just between us. Show. I hate everyone but you. Sure. Yeah. That's my book. New York Times bestseller. Thank you so much. It's uh, actually really great. Jenny and I just finished reading your book. Oh and yeah. It I finished rules, it first. So. Thank you. 
And so then you just became I went that to, character from SNL. I finished it first. <laughs> I went to their beautiful home, and they had each had their own copy of my book on their little nightstand. did. It was adorable. It wasn't even planted for Gabby's visit. It was real. Yeah. And I just yeah. like to walk around people's bedrooms and make sure my book is there. She walked in. She was like, check and book, check. Book. Great. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I, okay, when I first wa watched this show, I think I thought that Buffy wasn't into Faith. But now maybe I think she she's uh, just confused. Yeah, right, right. We're all we've all been there. Yeah, because I thought, oh, Faith's like into her and it's sad. But uh, now I think maybe I was just think taking a, like a very black and white view of it, and now I'm like, gosh, it's complicated. We're well, grown ups. Also, maybe maybe you watched it. Maybe when you originally watched it, you didn't understand that like that dynamic could end with both of them wanting to make out with each other. You know what I mean? Like, perhaps you were just in love with your yeah, straight no, best I friend and it wasn't reciprocated, but then, like, as the years went by, you yeah. realized that everyone is gay. I, that's <laughs> true. Com. Com. I said that. I said that to my girlfriend last night. I was, like, laughing. I started maniacally laughing on the street. And she was like, why are you laughing? And I was like, because, like, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, it'd be so cool to be best friends with a girl. Like, such best friends that we kiss. <laughs> and then I laughed so hard. And she was like, why are you, like, literally cackling maniacally on the street? And I went, it happened. <laughs> so that was my night last night. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I used to write like all my short stories. I was like a single mom with a daughter, but like I had no re like no reasoning for it. But I like I think I couldn't picture any like I was like I know there will not be a man. So no one. So no one. I know I didn't have the. It was the early '90s. I didn't have any examples. Media representation was not there for me. Guys. Just a lot of Disney movies with single parents. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Also, my daughter's name was Storm. In case. She wanted to know. Just like, so you and like Storm live alone in a house covered with Nev Campbell posters. Yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. Made out of yes. Nev Campbell cutouts like from movie theaters. <laughs> wait, wait. Um, is this the end of the episode? This is the end of the episode, yeah. That's sad. Oh. <laughs> I think we all agree. We all agree. We don't ever want it to end. Let me, um, do you want to stay up here when we howl out? Sure, yeah, yeah. And will you, will you all howl out with us? Yeah. All right, first let me just make sure that we um, tap into the end of You guys, this. by the way, you look beautiful. You've been doing an amazing job. I'm going to play this over you. Both of you. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wow, how can I get that to play when people call me? Like a ring back tone? Yeah, we can make that happen for you. <laughs> for people who don't listen to this, they'll be like, she's gone off the rails. <laughs> but yeah, you guys both look for the podcast audience who can't, who's, who's only audio. You look beautiful. Oh. You both oh. have, you both, your hair looks great. You're both wearing, are you wearing Gabby, a choker? we're already in You're a both wearing with Kate. And Brittany Nichols and a million other people. Okay. <laughs> This That's isn't true. an exclusive situation. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, we have thruple thruples, so. Yeah. Throw my hat in the ring. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, you, and you both, uh, you did such a good job. You're so charming and so, such a good job commanding the audience. Wow, Gabby. That's all. I was just admiring you. I said in the back out loud to myself multiple times, they're so funny. <laughs> wow. That's so nice. Oh, so man, I'm now not, we're going to invite you to the next I know, one. don't you feel bad that everyone thought I was self-centered, yeah, but the truth is I'm so nice. I see what, I see wow. what you've done here. <laughs> Gabby, 
Happy done, everyone. Thanks. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Are you all ready? Do you all have your? Do you want to like me, 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 or anything? Get your howlings ready. Howlers ready. <laughs> That's what I just did. I me, me, me for twenty. I'm just kidding. That's great. <laughs> okay. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Thank you all so much for coming out. This evening, you look amazing. You are amazing. And until next time, Ow! yes, beautiful, <laughs> really uh, nice. Thank you all. Trusted each other a lot. Sigh. When you walk in a crooked line, being a slayer has got its layers. Catches up to you every time. Always make it so complicated, but from the wreck come a revelation. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. 
Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.